Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Happy Thanksgiving week to everyone that's celebrating Thanksgiving this week. I know I had I have people in other areas in Canada, listeners that have already done their Thanksgiving for the year, but this week is Thanksgiving for us. And man, it has been a crazy shit show of a past couple of weeks. Um, My daughter and I just got over having COVID, so we're out of quarantine, back to life a little bit. And I just wanted to record an episode to talk about a few of the things that I've realized the last couple of the weeks, the few of the things that we've gone through. And I know that we're super lucky to have our health and have healthy immune systems. Our immune systems definitely got to work out over the past couple of weeks. But I wanted to sort of record some thoughts on when human design doesn't work or you can't practice human design really. Honestly, so my husband was out of state working really long days. And I was taking care of our child who wasn't that sick. She just had like a runny nose and wasn't sleeping so well. So I knew she didn't feel too, too well, but she didn't have a fever or anything like that. I started out having just allergy symptoms and then it got worse. And so I felt pretty bad for like four days or so. And then slowly started getting better, but still was just exhausted. So what our life looked like over those few days was a lot of TV, which I despise putting my child in front of a screen, but that's just another thing. When you don't have help and you're sick and you're dealing with a toddler who feels just fine and has all the energy in the world, it's really hard. Um, And it was also pretty cold and and rainy some of the days here in Texas. And so we couldn't get outside. Some of the days I didn't even feel like walking outside or doing anything. And so a lot of it looked like moving from room to room, me sitting there or laying there while she was playing with stuff, having the TV on a lot. We took like four or five Epsom salt baths a day. (laughs) We made smoothies. We ate bone broth. We ate fruits. We... I mean, we just were surviving, but I was not able to practice my human design. For those of y'all who might have listened to earlier episodes, and I go have gone into this a little bit, I'm a sacral generator. I love working. I love following what lights me up during that week especially, and the week since when we were still having to quarantine, but felt okay. I have not had the time 
or space or any options to do anything that lit me up. For a while, I was trying during her nap times to do some things that felt fun, but I was just so like I had just I have still have brain fog, which is going to take a little while to come back and or to clear up, I should say. And, you know, when she was resting, I was resting just to get my body back to normal. And dude, when you don't have any time and the time that you do have, there's a toddler needing constant attention and activities and all of that kind of stuff. For a generator who doesn't like to rest, who likes to work, um, I wouldn't call myself a workaholic, but I just really love working a good amount of the day each day. It is hard. It is, it almost can lead to a big rut or rock bottom or depression. It's hilarious because one of my main things I'm working on right now is releasing control. I've talked about this like over and over. I'm sure y'all are sick of it, but releasing control around time, releasing control about everything. And it's so funny because it's like God is God, the universe, whatever words that you use is determined to help me just release this once and for all by the end of this year, I feel like, (laughs) or before my birthday gets here. I know that, um, you know, our sun return each year is a big time of spiritual growth and new lessons and all that kind of stuff. And my birthday's coming up in the next couple of weeks. And I'm like, man, the universe is really determined to help me learn this before I turn 38. It's just so funny because I really felt like I was almost getting to the point where my postpartum depression symptoms were totally cleaned up and I was getting totally healed from that. Um, My anxiety has been, that is something that I cleaned up first, but obviously that comes back when you feel a lack of control. So man, it's just, it's so nuts because just that idea of time control Like, you know, there's timing that's going on around deciding when we should have another kid. And now I'm like, okay, I feel approximately, you know, when you you feel like you're two weeks behind when you have two weeks that you didn't work. Well, usually that's multiplied by like five. So I literally feel like I'm 10 weeks behind right now. And then holidays are starting and end of year goal you know, reaching and figuring out new stuff. Like we're having, going to have to switch insurance plans, blah, blah, blah. Like all the different things that come along with a new year, ending one year, starting another, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, is this even a good time to start thinking about that? And then in the back of my head, I think, you know what? You really have control over almost nothing. The only thing that you have control over is what goes on between your ears, honestly. And one thing that has really helped me over the last, I wouldn't say the, the first week that I wasn't feeling well, I was not, I was just in survival mode. So I was, I didn't even have the like bandwidth to think about some things like this, but the past week where I was feeling better, but just stuck in the groundhog day of of what looks like quarantine. (laughs) 
lots of y'all have probably experienced that. I've been realizing that I can always choose a better emotion. Even though things don't look exactly how I want it to, I didn't have, you know, childcare. I don't have the time and space I need to do the things for me and to catch up on work and all that kind of stuff that I've been wanting to do. I can choose a higher emotion. So I don't know, I don't think I've talked about this before. I might do a whole episode on this, but there's something called the emo- emotional guidance scale. Gabby Bernstein talks talked about this the other day in one of her podcast episodes, but it's basically like it starts out from like the highest vibes, highest feeling, good feeling emotions you could have, and then goes all the way down to the worst. So the highest ones are joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, love. And then one tier down is passion. One tier down from that is enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness. One tier down from that is positive expectations or beliefs. Then you have optimism, hopefulness, contentment, then boredom, then pessimism. Then it starts getting really not great. I won't go through all these because I don't feel like that's positive for listing all those out right now, especially where I am because I'm feeling pretty good for the first time in a couple of weeks. So I don't want to go, but it goes all the way down to the the worst ones are fear, grief, powerless, dis- powerlessness, despair, and depression. And I know we've all been there. And then there's there's quite a bit, like 75% of the emotional guidance scale are different things that are slightly more negative, right? So the top 25% of the scale are all positive things. And then a good, I don't know, 60% are like not so great things. And then you get into the really, really bad things, the unworthiness, guilt, powerlessness, grief, blah, all of those things, those emotions that are negative. And we're humans. So with our imperfect world and the 3D reality of things that are going on, there's no way to only live up in the 25%, 100% of the time, right? But it is very helpful to take a look at what you are right now, maybe what you were yesterday, and then say, what emotions can I work on living in, being in for a little bit more time today that are higher up on that scale that will help today be better than yesterday? It's really an art to practice paying attention to your emotions, not not guilting yourself or shaming yourself for having negative emotions because that's just part of being human, but saying, okay, whatever emotion I'm having right now is then going to affect my external reality. So let's take some time to do a shift and whatever that looks like. Sometimes I just, over the past week, I've just had to be like, I really wanted to, wanted Caroline to get totally immersed in whatever she was playing in so I could get my laptop out and answer a few emails. Like that's what I wanted. And it wasn't happening and it wasn't happening. And she wanted me and she wanted me to hold her and she didn't want me to be on any of my technology and whatever. And really that was the universe being like, hey, be present. Don't work right now. 
the world is going to keep spinning and be okay, even if you're not working. So there were some lessons to be learned in that. But what I was able to do is instead of looking at that situation, it wasn't meeting my expectations, which was then causing frustration and annoyance and bitterness and disappointment and irritation and frustration and impatience and all that thing, those things, I was able to, like, eventually, this was just a few days ago, so it took me many days of, like, not realizing this, just put all, put my phone away, put my laptop away and play with her and enjoy the leaps and bounds. It is so weird because every time Caroline gets sick, it's like she has a growth spurt in her brain. It's like she makes this huge jump into talking more or being better at building blocks or what, you know, lots of different things. And it's like she's just, her IQ has skyrocketed over the past two weeks. I'm sure that has to do with something. Like it was such a learning experience for me to set things aside, not cause myself further disappointment or frustration or irritation and just be in the moment and find something that I could enjoy. And that's really hard when you don't feel 100% and you're out of practice in following what lights you up and following your sacral energy, if that makes sense. If you guys have no idea what I'm talking about with as far as sacral energy and me being sacral authority, definitely click on the link in the show notes and go take the masterclass for your authority once you find out your human design authority because it's crazy amazing and interesting. One of the coolest things about human design is that it provides relief. So if you feel like you're stuck in a rut or rock bottom or just like stuck in any way, have doing your own human design reading, which you can do on my website, or you can book a reading with me. I'm going to be opening up um, some extra Zoom availabilities in December. Um, You can also, you know, just reach out to me here in one of the links below in the show notes or on Instagram. And I can send you a few things for free that will help you feel a little bit of relief. But just the the feeling of relief is one thing that can really help you climb up that emotional guidance scale and feel a little bit better, even just 1% better, which everybody that I've done a human design reading for feels like, I mean, literally it's like doing a 180. They feel so much relief and so much um, more clarity around the way their emotions are, the way their brain thinks, the way that their superpowers, like realizing what their superpowers actually are and that they've not been using them. There's so much relief in that. I have usually, it's like 50-50 as far as when I'm doing a Zoom, like 50% of the people just start crying out of relief. And they always tell, they just are like, I feel relieved. And so anyways, if you need to move up the emotional guidance scale a little bit, do a human design reading. 
Um, take the masterclass for your energy type. Take the masterclass for your profile or authority or book a Zoom reading with me and it'll be freaking awesome. But one of my special powers in human design, I have gate five, which some of you guys might also have gate five activated. This is all about rhythms and rituals. And so it's really hard for me because I have certain rhythms and rituals that I do throughout the week that really, oh my gosh, just fill me up, like fill my cup up, um, help me feel very organized. I'm someone who likes to have like exact schedules and operates really well on that. If you don't know about that, if you don't know which, um, how you operate, go listen to a few months ago, I did an episode on the arrows in human design and what they mean. There's four arrows. There's two to the left of your head and two to the right of your head. Obviously these don't exist in real life. They're part of the chart. Um, and I, I walk through and explain how, what each arrow means. And if yours is pointing left, what that means, if yours is pointing right, what that means. But anyways, one of my arrows talks about this and talks about having, having a schedule. I like a loose schedule, but I do operate better on a fixed schedule. Um, and so not having that schedule, not having those rhythms and rituals because of being sick, because of not having childcare, because of not feeling a hundred percent is just really, really hard for me. And honestly, that's sometimes when you're like, you can't practice your human design and that's okay. And there's going to be times in the future where I can't quite do that either. I can sort of follow what lights me up here and there and practice that. But sometimes, man, especially when you lose your sense of taste and smell, it's like, what do you want to eat? I don't care. Like whatever fuels me, (laughs) which is why I was doing so many smoothies and bone broths and all that kind of stuff. But it is one time where the tools of human design might not be the best tool in your toolbox. The best tool in your toolbox might be just doing all the things to feel better and to get your health back on track and to release control over timing of that, release control over how that's going to look, release control over the idea that you need to get XYZ done. I think that sometimes we get sick just as a lesson from the universe that the world's going to keep on going and it will be okay if we reschedule things from a month from now. Time is such a fake illusion. It's something like we've created this calendar and all this kind of stuff. And when you get sick and you have to redo your entire calendar, it's just a reminder of that. I'm like a super type A person and I have hardly ever in my professional life missed appointments, been late to an appointment or Zoom or call or anything. I'm usually like the first one on there. I missed that first week of being sick, I think five Zooms that I didn't tell the people that I was sick and couldn't make them. I just totally, it's like my brain flew out the window. Thankfully, everybody was super kind and no one got really upset at me and they all were very understanding and kind and I'm so appreciative you know who you are if I did that to you and it was almost this like 
guilt and shame and embarrassment and having to go through that and be like, you know what? It's okay. It's for some reason, the timing worked out how it was supposed to. And maybe that gave that person extra time. Maybe it frustrated the person and they're, they can learn a lesson through that. But for me, it was a huge lesson in that timing always works out how it's supposed to, that the world will keep spinning even if you're not right on schedule, that there is a humility to be had in just being human and getting sick and redoing schedules and you're not always going to be perfect and be on time and you're going to let people down and all of those things. I mean, I could write out a whole sheet of paper, a list of lessons that I've learned in the past couple of weeks. But man, if nothing else, I've just learned that this restrict, this control that I have, this idea of control that I have in my mind really just creates restrictions. And the more I can release that control, the more I can let go, the more I can just go with the flow and sort of take things day by day and trust in divine timing and trust in divine circumstances, the bigger my container can be, the more people I can help, the less I will get derailed because I won't be so holding on so tight to how I think things should be and holding on so tight to certain expectations. And I can just be more expansive. My vibration can be higher most of the time. Like my average level of emotional vibration can be at a higher level. My container of the amount that I can handle and hold can be bigger if I will just learn this this idea of releasing control. And I'm not there yet. (laughs) But the past two weeks has been like a rapid masterclass in it. That's for fuck's sake. Excuse my language. Um, I watched a lot of TV the last couple of weeks. We watched Ready Player One the other night, which is a really cool movie that I did not know existed. And I had already been getting a God ping to get off of social media. I'm for sure, I'm putting this out here just to be accountable. I'm for sure going to be off of Facebook by the end of 2021. And then I'm creating a plan because a lot of my business is run on Instagram, but I'm creating a plan to get off of Instagram in 2022. And I don't know quite what that's going to look like. But that's my next thing. Um, And Ready Player One, just watching Ready Player One, made me realize that this is the right direction I need to go. I want to be living more life in reality, (laughs) in my physical self, than on the internet. I will continue doing the podcast. That will be pretty much my way of 
connecting with y'all. And I'm going to have an email list. So if you're not on my email list, definitely get on there. You can access it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, that was like a big aha that I've had. It's been something that's really been on my heart for the past few months, but I've been push putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and saying, okay, let me just think about this. Let me make sure that I, everything's stable with my business before I take myself off of social media and, um, all of that. But then I was like, I need to put a timeline on this. So putting this out there to be accountable, going to be off of Facebook by the end of 2021. And then I will update y'all beginning of January as far as my plan for Instagram but it's going to be good for my mental health I think it's going to be great for Caroline watching me as she grows up not be uh, connected to technology I just read an awesome book called how to break up with your phone which I highly recommend um and I'm excited about it that is one thing that light that lights me up is making my plan to get off of social media super pumped about it. I would love to connect with y'all. I would love to hear how you're doing. Shoot me an email, shoot me a DM on Instagram for now until I get off of there, but I'll be over on there the next few months at least. Um, let me know how you're doing, what's going on with you heading into the holidays. So thank y'all for listening to this episode and I will see you next week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.